<laughs> I forget that we can do stuff like that. I do tend to explode only when by myself. Uh, I got one in a headlock, and I <laughs> definitely wow. connected at least five or six times before I heard. <laughs> wow. oh so you got to punch a cop. Yeah. There's a there's a slight difference between molestation and like vigorous bestiality rate. It's not molestation, molestation. He's the mole, dude. <laughs> He's got be. the mole in the face of his cock, dude. He's fucking home like a hole. Like Mom, like a hole. you are a horrible human being. She's being you know what? Right. Why don't you die from breast cancer? Or something? <sighs> wow. No, you take wow. that. How do the sun and moon orbit the earth if it's flat? Suck a scientist's dick. But in the event of an emergency, your regular exit might not be the quickest or safest. That is worse. Sound is good. That's right. This is what it sounds like when worlds collide. To find our common ground and break this divide, this is Emergency Exit. Today is April Fool's Day 2019, and this is episode 106. We're broadcasting to you again from our floating tin can. Far above the Los, follow me on Twitter at That's Right Los. Joining me as always is the Muhammad of Tacos. Ta- Taco Jesus. Taco Jesus. A la Taco Bar, Jimmy fucking Preston. That's hey. right. Follow at, him at Twitter. At Jimmy Preston. That's right. And streaming us live to the world. Finally, the sound is good. We've got Brandon the Hardhead oh. Mitchell. Hey, I'm I'm right here. Oh, he's In right here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved. Quit. <laughs> Quit. Looking, at, looking at the wrong monitor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us once again today on the program. We're going to take a look at uh, what students think of socialism uh, in accordance with our GPAs. It's a good video. We're going to talk about Mark Garagos. He's the lawyer for Jesse Smollett and a couple of things that we should talk about. All right. He does deserve due process after all. Right. We're going to watch a video of uh, well, Chris due process Rock. D- okay, we'll get ahead. into it in a little yeah. bit. Take it easy. We're going to talk about creepy Uncle Joe Biden. Uncle Joe. And uh, some interracial relationships. Has he announced yet? Is he officially in the he's, thing? I think he's official, man. He's leading everything. We'll get into it. Take okay. it easy. Right, take take it, it easy. freaking easy. And then I want to hear your thoughts on this very controversial Twitter uh, post here. And it's... It's gnarly, and okay. I'm not I'm not for it, but we'll we'll who, talk about who, that a little later. Who tweeted it? Uh, we'll talk about that a little okay, later. All right, but yeah. first I want to get Jimmy here going. Over the weekend, he is Taco Jesus. So G- Jesus yeah. of tacos. Yeah, I am Taco Jesus. So let's uh, hear it. What do so, you got? So, uh, well, I had the the high honor of being a judge on at the national taco championships on Saturday. Uh, I myself and uh, Taylor. Taylor Weldon, uh, good Taylor, uh, bad Taylor, and good Taylor were both judges. They were uh, judges too. Yeah, he got a, he got a, accepted as a judge, and she was just hanging out with us. But then some guy, like right as the judging, we need more was, chicks going was, up here. Uh, was uh, starting. He he left, so she was able to fill in because tacos were that, what's already up with that being dropped. That left. I, he left like as they were bringing out tacos. How many was, tacos did you have to eat? Okay, so. Yeah. There were thirty, awesome. like thirty-three competitors, and there was five categories. So, not every competitor submitted for every category. Okay, 
But let me just tell you this. There was like 40 judges, and they would bring out a box from a competitor. And so let's say you're Papa's Tacos, and your competitor number was 800. So there'd be a box that was just numbered 800. Nobody knew who it was. It was all blind judging. And they would open up the box and hand out one taco for six people. Okay? There so were six tacos six in a box. Okay. And then those six people would were the judge, judge for that. those tacos. Interesting. Okay. Then another competitor box would be handed to this guy. And then he would hand out to the next six people the next competitor's tacos. So not every judge tasted every taco. That's well, uh, a lot of tacos. Otherwise, yeah. they would have to make 40 tacos to be judged. Right? Oh, yeah. It's too much tacos. So, but um, for the cumulative, there, there's a lot of controversy about Torchy's winning. And everybody's upset. And they're like, oh, man, Torchy's doesn't represent Austin. And They sort of do, though, don't and they? There, and there was another taco place that the whole time that the the place was open they had a line right and they were like from the valley no some other other? some other place i think from brownsville so there's a lot of people that are upset that that place they were like man they had the best tacos but it was all blind though yeah so and then you got to understand only six people judge those tacos this is the other thing. Uh-oh, is there some controversy yeah, here? Yeah, so there's there's some controversy about how this happened. But you got to understand, it's possible that that truck only submitted, like, their specialty, like their pork taco. And maybe they placed high in pork, but they also didn't have any scores in the other taco categories. Which would bring so, them down or what? Yeah, for the cumulative score... For the overall winner, they add up your scores for all the different tacos. So if you only had a score in pork and somebody else and and you got first place in pork, but somebody else got um, third place in every other category, then they could win overall over you. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So people are are upset. Well, I mean, it still was blind. Let me just tell you this. I ate 28 tacos. 28 tacos. 28 tacos during this judging. There was a minimum of of five. uh, Or there was one category, I think it was seafood, where we only had four tacos that we had to eat that round. But one one of them was some big... I love seafood tacos. Big Mongo scallops, man. Yeah. Let me just tell you. It's a scallop taco. Scallops. So delicious. Would have been better if it was a little warmer. Would you say they're terrific? They were terrific. They're so big. They were the bigliest scallops you've ever seen. <laughs> the bigliest. <laughs> so uh but it was it was uh, an amazing competition. They also had um Lucha Libres there. They had oh, a, I saw that. They that, had a sweet. Uh, chihuahua, like the best chihuahua. Oh gross. You ate, got you guys ate chihuahua? Yes. We, finally. Oh man. They're finally. probably like stringy. Um so there's Tui? different categories like best chicken taco, Our, best Yeah. So what do we have? Let's look let's look at the the 2019 winners. So grand champion was Torchy's Taco. Right. What's the reserve grand champion? What was the reserve grand? I guess that's if Torchy's doesn't hold, you know, like if they were to go out of business. Okay. Then maybe their second they, they step in. Yeah. Okay. 
I actually sounds better than uh, Grand Champion. But there was people that were upset about Serrano's. But I guarantee Torchies and Serrano's submitted, Cantina. submitted a taco for every category. And this is the other thing. The rules were quite clear. They made us watch this video that was, you know, I thought it was going to be like the most boring video, but it was a very well-produced video on how to judge. And we were when we were given the tacos, sometimes we were given the taco in a little uh, uh, basket. And then uh, there was also, they would give us salsa and lime on the side. We were explicitly told we cannot add anything that they give us on the side. We have to judge the taco Eat it as, is. as is. And then after we're done judging, then we could add the salsa. And I'm telling you, there was so many tacos that after the fact, we we added the salsa or the uh, the lime that they gave us, and it was a banging taco, but it was like judged average because it was dry, it was a little overcooked, and then, you know if you don't have that salsa, man, forget about it. So they disqualified themselves almost, you know, and then there was. One one taco place, they submitted their veggie tacos without a tortilla. That's it against was, the rules. It was like so outside of the box that they. Uh, oh, look what Wilbur's saying. Yeah, tons of static. I can barely hear. It's getting annoying. We're losing listeners. Um, we're working on it, you guys. Um, it looks fine on our end. Does it sound good over there? You're listening to it, the live stream, Brandon? He's working on it. He's working hard. We're working on it. See, it's not our fault, you guys. Yeah, and I appreciate you guys chiming us in. But Brandon works hard. I don't so know how my phone, some love. my phone has been on 1% for like an hour right yeah, There now. was an old ad for iPhones that were like, oh, it's 1% and it would last like eight hours on 1%. I was no. Like, no, there's no way that no it's actually way. working on. Um Normally, mine is 10% and then dead. You're right here. Dude, you're like, it's nearly fucking zero. Well, how high is this one? Is this one up very high? No. Okay. Check, 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 check. Hey, guys. Uh, sorry. We're taking a break from this to get the, the sound right. Give us a, give us, tell us what's going on. What, what's, what does it sound like? Because it sounds good on our end. Um, we're working our asses off to get this working right. Um, I'm gonna and we are back. We're back. Okay, Jesus Murphy. Okay, so where was I? Look, this is the thing. The Taco Championship was everybody's complaining that it was like rigged and blah blah blah. What I'm saying is, if you didn't follow the rules, you really disqualified yourself. So if you want to compete in the National Taco Championships next year, or if you want to compete in one of the other cities, this is this is this is the the big rub right here. Follow the rules. Don't put salsa on the side. We can't add it. Don't put um, any uh, limes on the side. You can't add it. If you got a fish taco that needs lime, put that lime on the taco. And I understand Has to be included in the whole mix, yeah, right? I understand what you're thinking. You're like, whoa, but Jimmy, then it's gonna like uh, melt through the the taco, you know, before you guys get it. And, you know, if it's like a corn tortilla, I understand that maybe the sauce is a concern, but you got to work this out. Yeah, you know, every every reasonable taco that I make normally has like a bean and then a rice layer. Then I put my protein and then I'm doing like if I 
I never do a shredded lettuce or a tomato or fucking anything. weak. Yeah, I put some cheese on that That's shit, right? And some salsa, and then that salsa ain't gonna get to my taco because there's a layer of protein, rice, and beans. So I'm saying, be be mindful of your layers. Keep your your juicy uh, toppings off the taco. And and I think you'll be fine. Did you have a standout favorite during the Taco Championship? I had a standout favorite, absolutely. And it was in the pork category. And I don't even know who it was. But we got this pork taco. And it was just some delicious, um, like, carnitas. And it was a good amount. It, you know, I'm a, I'm a ratio guy. I want a little bit of... Uh, I, I want a good even ratio between you know like the meat, the amount of tortilla, the amount of other stuff. This one was a little overstuffed. If I was to guess, I'd say it could have even been like a torchies taco because I normally, you know, get down on or, or look down on torchies because their tacos are too full. You know, and people are like, well, you know, when you get the taco, just ask for an extra tortilla and then you can make two tortillas. My argument on that is I went to a restaurant to be served food, not to make my own food, you know, so you know what I'm saying? So but if I can't close the tortilla on the top, it's overfilled. Right. I should not be holding a a taco like with two hands. Well, it should be open. Right. It should. That's otherwise you're just making a baby burrito. I like to close it at the top. You know, I bring the tortilla around at the top and then I eat it like that with these two fingers are holding the taco. Like you're like you're smoking a, a joint taco. Right. Right. And I'm turning my head. Oh, watch as that I white it. pride fucking okay sign, bro. Okay. <laughs> All right, but uh, pinkies are pinky is out. Pinky's out as I eat. Yeah, for you guys listening at home, he's doing a like no, joint I sign. Did, I didn't do that. Uh, yeah, he's doing like a joint um, sign. So yeah. Anyway, it, it was it was my man. It was awesome, What's up, Andrew. It was awesome um, to eat that many tacos. I was so disappointed. The worst category was beef. Everybody turned in some dry, flavorless beef. Ugh. So it, it was they they were like painful, and that was like in the middle. So we still had seafood and veggie to go, and beef just killed me, man. It was like killed I, you, like it was delicious, I, the best. No, like I Gross. looked at them and I was like, oh, this looks like it's gonna be delicious, and then I'd take a bite and it was dry. Ugh. A lime on the side that I couldn't use, salsa on the Why side that I couldn't use. Why would they throw the lime if they can't squeeze it on there? That's what I'm saying. Nobody listened to the directions, so they 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 handicapped. Were themselves. there judges for the judges? Like they were making sure you didn't like break the rules by squeezing a lime on it. We were all self. I mean, like we were all clear. We like when they would. Were open you sitting next to bad because Taylor? they were they were judged on presentation. Mm-hmm. Which was like forty percent of the score, or something like that, and then there was taste, and then there was texture. I think that's an ad that you just had up there. And so, you know, with with presentation, they would show us the box. They would open up the box and show us all six of the tacos, and they were able to decorate their box. But also, just the way that all six of the tacos fit in the box was in the presentation, and then, you know. It, They'd have like a little salsa on the side that they didn't put on the taco. All right, so moving on, you you it was it was pretty good though. You had a good time. You it voted for the best tacos. Lucha Libre, uh, going on. That was that was pretty awesome. Got to put on the mask. You can see that on Instagram. Um, 
Also, uh, Tui uh, competed in the um, Hottest Pepper Contest. And he he would have won, but what do you mean he had to keep eating peppers till it just killed yeah, him? They uh they had they had peppers that progressively got hotter and hotter and hotter, but it's out of season. So you know the the word on the street in the back back was uh, the peppers weren't as hot as they were supposed to be. So just, uh, um, the words to find it. Okay. So they they weren't uh, they weren't hot. So nobody was tapping out. Everybody was able to get to the last round. Which uh, it should be good, right? Yeah. It should, it should get good. progressively hotter, though. It should. I mean, like, it was supposed to be a 1.2 million on the Scoville unit uh, pepper, the last one. Let me what, just tell you What was you this. the last one? Was it the Reaper? And I don't know if Scorpion? Tui, Tui's listening. I don't know what it was. It was it was some super hot pepper. Uh but he projectile vomited at his father's house later that Dude, that it, uh, yeah. oh man, I don't He's, like capsation very much. <laughs> he said he had to go to the bathroom. He was doing a little sit, sit time. And then he was like, oh, I feel like I got to puke. You know, and when people say you got butt hurt, that's what they mean. In the time that it took him to spin around and do a 180 at about 90 degrees, the projectile started. <laughs> and he just sprinklered. He said he sprinklered his dad's bathroom. So I'm sorry to put that out there on the on the uh, interwebs, but I mean, th- hilarious. I told him he should have put down a base layer of some ice cream. I'm gonna call Andy Blanton because he's got a story from a rideshare that he had, and it's a P. Oh, this is a his PSA on. I mean, this is the thing. He needs to not yell at people. You know, like, hey, <laughs> hey, what if I was to rape you? You know, like, wh- I can just imagine. All right, take it easy. Let's have him talk about I it. I can just imagine what he did to scare this woman <laughs> out of her panties. That's a great word, panties. You know, and I find that you can only use that word with, with when you're dating, like, 20-year-olds. Andy, like, are you there? 20-year-olds, like. Oh, there's Andy. Hold on, Andy. I, am, I, am I right when I say that, like, 20-year-olds, when you're dating a 20-year-old, they like the word panty? But any if if you're dating anybody over twenty, like in their thirties or forties or maybe fifties, they don't like the word panty, right? Is that your experience? Uh, it's never really come up in conversation for me. Okay. So, anyways, uh, Andy Blanton, old host to Emergency Exit, he's a he's a ride sharer. Uh, he shares his ride, and he. I ask him what's some interesting things that happened, and something interesting yeah. happened what over happened, the weekend. What happened so tell over us the about weekend. it, Andrew. So, are you aware of the story that happened in Carolina over the weekend? Yeah, I. Uh, Wait, what no, was what it? happened? So there was some some girl was waiting for a Lyft or Uber driver, and a car pulled up, and she just got in it. And once she got in it, the guy had used the child locks to make it so that she couldn't get out. And once she was in and sitting down, she realized that was not Steven that was supposed to pick her up. It was some other guy named, you know, Paul. Stefanofish. But uh, he then, what did he do? What did he... Yeah, what happened, Andy? Uh, he murdered her and the cops caught him the next day. Damn, dude. So is she gonna be all right? <laughs> she got murdered. So, so yeah, it, it, it's terrible. And so what's what's you you got on? You had the same thing happen over the weekend. Am I right? How 
Tell me yeah. play by play. What happened? Were you on your way to pick up a fare? So, yes, I had two. Within the span of one hour, this happened to me twice this weekend. And the first time I was picking up somebody at uh, 4th and Colorado. Uh-huh. And the name on it said right, a man. Right by name. the old Frank. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And the, the the man or had a man's name, but a girl opened the door to my car and she got in. I can I asked her if that if this was the ride she was you know supposed to be getting, and she said yes. And you know I didn't know she was inebriated until later on throughout the ride, but um, basically, oftentimes, or not often, but sometimes, uh, a husband, a boyfriend, or whatever will buy the ride for the girl, right? Right, right. So it's not so unusual it for the, the face on the app to not match up with the person that's riding with it's you. It's not unusual. Okay. Yeah. It's not unusual yeah. Yeah. to pick up someone else. You know what I mean? So what happened? So she, so she popped in? What happened? So she, gets in my, she gets in my car. I'm driving her to the east side. And what kind of music? Ride, what, what kind of music did you have? It's Rush Limbaugh, bro. Come do on. You, do you only rock Rush Limbaugh while you're driving people <laughs> around? I know you probably do. No, well, this was Sunday. Okay, he's so, not. He's uh, not on Sundays. You don't. Play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So you're taking her um, to the landing strip. Where Where are you going? I'm driving her to the east side, and throughout the ride, I get a call, and the and I answer it, and he says, "Hey, where you at?" It says you're driving me somewhere, but I haven't gotten your car. What's the deal? And you know, I find out. Well, she got in the wrong car, and I'm taking her to the wrong place, right? And uh, so I pull over, and I was like, you know, you got in the wrong car, da da da. Get out! I kicked her out, and she got, you know, really upset. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> da 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 da. Okay, That's, yeah. Go. So she got really upset. But what did you say to her? I was like, you're not this person, because when she got in the car, I confirmed the name with her. She's like, yeah. And then throughout the ride, she was on her phone making phone calls, and you know, not paying attention. I could tell she was a little bit inebriated mm-hmm, at that mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you had already uh, heard about this thing that happened in North Carolina. Sure. I okay. Mean, so what did you say? Junkies, what what so, yeah. what words of advice did you give her? Well, she got furious when I kicked her out and slammed my door. She was calling me every name in the book. I mean, really, a box of sunshine. Uh, so. <laughs> you Go know, ahead. I, Come on. You know, I kicked her out. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, and then about 30 minutes later, I'm picking up someone on Rainy Street, and another girl opens my door, and she tries to get in. And I started yelling at her, and I was just saying, you know, does it say the license plate on your app? And she looks at me like deer in the headlights, and she's drunk, and she's like, I don't know. And uh, What's a license you know, I kept yelling plate? at her. I was like, it should say on your app. What does it say? Where's the license plate? And she's like, oh. And then she looks for a minute and sees it. And I was like, is that my license plate? She's like, you know, looking at me crazy. And then I started getting really upset because of this story that just happened. And I was, you know, getting mad. And I was yelling at her. I was like, someone just got murdered this weekend. What are you doing? You don't even know what car you're getting into. You're getting into a stranger's car. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then she says, you're making me uncomfortable. Well, because you told her, hey, her. I'm going to rape you if you if you don't get out. Yeah. And this is. This is through a rolled down window. That's by what the you way. should say. I had my back situation. This is my back window rolled down. Right. And so I was yelling at her, and I said, "I should make you uncomfortable. You know, like you're getting in the wrong, 
yes. vehicle, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And, my glass, and my glasses are from the 80s. So, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm kidding, Blaine. He loves you. So, look, let, let's get this straight. You care about the safety of uh, of people of, of not just women but men too. This mostly could, women, though. Mo- mostly women, right? You care about their safety. The answer is that's, yes. That's why you're bringing this up. I think we're on the. I think we're on the verge of having a new serial killer epidemic or crisis of. I can agree with understanding that. Understanding because of this story. Okay. That it's this easy. Yeah. To pick up. And the thing that made me so mad is that. Girls are so careful in every aspect of their life. If you get, you know, if, if a girl is by herself. Okay, on hold on real, real quick. Guy, real quick. I'm sorry. I got, I got to just stop you. Let's stop saying girl. Girl is a child. Oh, my God. You're being fucking. Let's say semantics. Women. No, semantics. no, let, because let I, continue. Think, I think maybe we uh, we, we assume. A gal. What if you said gal? They're un- no, gal. Like a. Hey. That's like a Western woman, yeah. a, a gal, a, a woman, just woman. All right, semantics. A woman. We'll just because go with then this we assume nomenclature. that they're helpless when they're a girl. All right, right. You're taking away from I don't Andy's think anybody awesome stories that. here. Well, <laughs> this is what I'd like to say is, uh, I think Andy's what he's saying is like, if you're not careful, you could get in the wrong person's car and get chopped up, Absolutely. or you could just get stranded. On the east side, by and Andy. then get raped by, by Andy. somebody else. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. So what? So you like had to kick out that first girl, and she's now stranded somewhere and has to get her own Uber. Meanwhile, the guy that was supposed to take that Uber is now on the hook to pay for that ride. Well, yeah, some, sort of, kind of. Somehow right? Somehow in customer service, you're able to resolve. I think this, what right? needs to happen here, they need to do some. You need to stop doing coke, Andy, for a moment, so that yeah. we can talk here. But. <laughs> Um, what needs to happen is some sort of like color code on there. Like, you know, Lyft, Lyft has like you lift up your phone and it's a certain color so that they know to look for your certain color, like a purple or a blue. Like that should happen with Ubers or uh, you do both of them, right, Andy? Everyone does. Yeah, so everyone does. It's just it's more beneficial. So they should do that with everyone. And so they should show and prove it, it, but then you're going to run into more problems with yeah, drunk people. What if what if there's like something like the car to goes where you've got to put your phone up to it and they talk and QR then it, codes and it, or something and it like but but I've got to be able to transfer it. Like if I buy you an Uber, I need to be able to transfer the thing to you. I think so we should just get rid of that. And the guy that wants to buy you a, How about a, a this? ride should be there. I've got an idea. What if in the app, Andy? The license plate of your car is visible, and they were to check your license plate before they get in the car. Do you think we can get that to happen in the app? Jimmy, have you ever taken an Uber in your life? Yes. Uh, I'm woefully ignorant. <laughs> Just pretend he is. I checked You've the never license taken plate. An Uber or Lyft? I've, I've, I have. But personally, I, personally, I just, if I a car look- stops in front of me, I get in it. And then I just figure I'm going to work <laughs> see, it out. No, see, that's what's going on with the ladies. Like, for me, I, I look at the first three. So it's like WTC. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay, I'm looking for a Scion that's a WTC. And that's the license plate. That's what I look at. But, Andy, what would you suggest would be a, a – besides – let's say they're not looking at the license plate because they're not, obviously. But what would they – what would be an answer to solve this? On the application, it has a picture of me 
It has a picture of my car and it has my license plate. It's pretty sound on already. both apps. Yeah. There is no way you can get in the wrong car. It's but it's happening. It's unless happening. you just could care less. Unless you're just looking at your phone, texting your friend about what you guys just got done doing I'm and what to you're going to do next. this guy's dick downtown. Oh, you don't know. They could be going to Bible study in the Uber. All right, we got to move on. But, Andy, I think what you're doing is is a service to everybody, and everyone should take notice. But, I, but you should not yell. Well, it's not, it's I not mean, working. See, you're, you take, you're taking it too much. Turn, turn this guy down a, a sk- uh, cunt hair for me. He's, he's so, breaking me over here. I'm, I'm telling you, Andy... No, you just turn. You're turning it into a total joke when I'm calling in because See? this happened twice yesterday, uh, a day after someone got murdered. I'm trying to explain to people how common this is and how much of a big problem this is going to be. And I 100% agree. I 100% agree attention. with you, Andy. This is you're dangerous. Right. You're right. And I don't want. I don't want another murder. And you know, Andy's not going to murder you or rape you or anything. But he's concerned. Do we know that? I. You just. He just. He, yeah. just, he hung up on you because you were a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Andy's gone. Sorry, Andy. Dude, okay. Sometimes okay. this guy gets a little fucking nutty. I'm sorry. This is a serious matter, and he's being funny, and uh, it's not funny at all. But listen. I, I think it's funny, though, that he just dropped that girl off in on the east side somewhere. <laughs> I mean, that's. That I, was going on, I was going on that angle. Okay. Tell him not to be mad at me. He's mad at you, and I, I can't, I can't blame him for being mad at you because you're a dick to him. Oh, Andy, Andy's I'm a good sorry. man. He works hard for money, and he works you're, you're making hard fun for the money. Anyways, and he cares about people not getting killed. So look, the the bottom line is, look at the license plate on the stupid app. Look at the license plate on the car that's picking you up, and verify that before you get in. And the what car. Jimmy's saying is, if you neglect all those things, you deserve to get raped, right, Jimmy? That's not what I said. Okay, he's not saying that, but I'm he's not saying he's that. insinuating that. I'm saying if you're wearing something provocative, you deserve it. You know what you're yeah. doing wearing that. You like, do just like when what you, you're, and you might get beat up if you're wearing that stupid MAGA hat. <laughs> if you hop in my car, I'm going to, I mean, listen. Okay. If, okay. Let's move on. Let's okay, move on. All right. Andy, thank you for your call, dude. All right. We got to get to some, uh, we're halfway through the show already and we're fucking wasting it. All right. So on the program, we talked about the national taco championships with yeah. uh, all the taco bar over here. I want to let's go back to what we're, we're known for, for our politics and everything. Politics. So what would you prefer? And I want you guys to write this down in your, hi, coach. I want you guys to put this down in the chat here. What do you prefer? Do you prefer capitalism or socialism? It's a stupid question. It is, because I think most of you guys would agree that capitalism is what brings most po- so you want, you uh, want poverty-stricken people out of prob- you, uh, you poverty. Want, you want people to say whether they're for capitalism or socialism. Do you want them to say why? Well, no. I, I just nope, would like just to see what you prefer. And you know what? It doesn't even matter, because I want to show you guys a video from Campus Reform. Um, where Who are th- these people? These guys are great. They go to different college campuses. And they asked them some pretty crazy questions. And in this one here, they asked students if they support socialism. But then they ask them. What is socialism? Well, no. They ask them, what if we gave your GPA to some people that didn't earn a better GPA? We'll apply socialism to your GPA. Let's just go ahead and watch the video. This here is from Campus Reform. Do I have a 4.2? I've got... Point two to so you can okay. you're gonna give that point two all to somebody else. All I need is a four. <laughs> Here we go. Turn us down because we're gonna double up. I think. 
Nope, we uh, are not getting. We're not getting <laughs> socialism there. Damn it. Uh, we unplugged. Oh, it's not on. There you go. GPA. Because after all, it's all about equality. Which would you rather have in America, socialism or capitalism? I would say socialism. How do you view the word socialism, favorably or unfavorably? I guess I would go with favorably. Like I have family in Europe, they go to college for free. Their healthcare is paid for. They don't have to worry about it at all. I favor that over capitalism. Okay, got it. I also think I favor that, like, socialism over capitalism. Socialism is more geared toward, like, helping the people in your, you know, the governed. I'd rather people have that same opportunity, a lot of excess in America. The main idea of socialism being that people at the top are doing their fair share to help people at the bottom, trying to prevent disparity of income and trying to prevent excess, as you called it. So on campus, if there's a, a GPA disparity where there's people at the bottom with a poor GPA, would you support a policy where people at the top spread the wealth and give that GPA to people at the bottom? Give? Like, help them get a better GPA? I'm all for helping. I wouldn't give, like, oh, let me just give you some of my points. But it's about being fair, right? We gotta help people at the bottom? I've lost a lot of sleep, <laughs> so I don't know if I will be fair. It's hard. It's, I guess it would be kind of like hypocritical for me to say no. Can you pause that for me and uh, turn, turn down That's that cool. time? Now, what if you were to say, okay, your parents can totally afford this tuition? Well, what he's trying to do is, is what, give you What the about idea. their tuition is higher and then somebody who can't afford it, their tuition is lower because that other family is paying for it. That would be tuition socialism, right? I suppose. But the idea of what he's talking about here is the same idea about people earning money. And at this point, it's like if you earn enough money, like people earning a high GPA, where he's, he's correlating this. It's, it's not causation correlation. He's just, he's just trying to make a, a point here that socialism is just like this. If you were to apply socialism to GPAs, uh -huh. everyone would have a 3.0, uh -huh. right? Which uh -huh. means the people that work hard to get that 3.0 or that 4.2, as you were saying earlier, right. that they wouldn't be necessarily okay with working hard to get that. Everyone would just get the same fucking thing. And that's the, sort of the idea with socialism there. They are just... And I, I'm, what, if, what, I'm if, a, what if, as a collective, and everybody was like, man... I am doing all this work, and I've got a 4.0 myself, but because of socialist GPAs, socialism in GPAs, I've got a 3.0, and that sucks. I want a 4.0. You won't so, get that. So you then are going to gather up all the other 4.0 people. And, and they're going to redistribute the GPA. We have to find these people that have like 2.0s, and tutor them and get them up to our level. So I think that there's a this is this is one of the unintended consequences of bringing one of these questions. Well, to coach me. says capitalism, she's for capitalism although it tends to fail after a while. Yeah. Now it's not perfect, but yeah. you know what out of all the other systems we have, capitalism is the one that brings the poor to the rich. And they say, oh, the rich get richer, but the poor get poorer. Now, over time, you're going to see the rich do get richer, but the poor, we've got a very they don't get poor. Big the poor just stays the poor. Between, yeah. You'll and see that's, charts that that's go where we're at. rich and right. then poor. They, stay, they just seem to stay poor. Think they, about it. They don't middle, get lower. The middle class, there's, it is impossible 
nearly impossible for the middle class to rise up out of the middle class unless they win the lottery, uh, go to work for some sort of company that is going to hit it big time in an IPO, and they were in on the ground floor. I mean, the days, I've seen it. I've seen these booms and busts. I saw the the dot-com bust, I mean, boom and bust. I saw the real estate boom and bust. And and I'm I don't know what the next one is, but um, I'm telling you, average people can rise up. Now they're gonna spend it on like spinning rims, you know, and then that's how they're gonna blow it. But that's on them though. It's on them. They were given the opportunity, yeah. the same opportunity. That's why the rich stay rich. They're cheap. The rich are cheap. And then they they spread their money amongst themselves. It's it's like the you were a bartender. Yep. You know it's that same twenty dollars that all the all the bartenders are just passing around. You get off of your shift, you go to your buddy's bar, you give him a twenty dollar bill. He gets off of his shift the next day. No, it's like he this. comes to your bar, it's gives like you a gym. twenty dollar bill. So we all it's like tip pulling. I ask them sometimes. I go, "Are you guys tip pull? Like, uh, you know, you go to a place and you tip at fr- in the front instead of tipping the actual person, and you know it's a it's a pool. So one thing I've learned about being a bartender is that if tip pulling is shitty, none of you guys like it because. There's going to be that one person that doesn't work as hard as you. Yeah. And you see that and you go, well, I have to split my tips evenly with yeah. this fucking asshole? Right. That's what socialism does. Because you're going to see people not work as hard as you, which will probably make you not work it's harder. Like tipping out the dishwashers at the end of the day. Yeah, sometimes those I'm fuckers like, work hard. I'll tell I, you I know they this do. I know, But I'm like, hey, how about you as a restaurant pay the freaking dishwasher? Why, why, why do is we have that to coming? tip him out? Yeah, I'm working my ass he does off make for out tips. Be- he does make a better hourly, and we got to tip him like 2%. Exactly. He's not getting paid 2.3% or something like or $2.3 an hour or whatever uh, servers get paid. You never get a paycheck if you're a server or a bartender. Hmm. And, and listen, I don't do serving. I never. I, I, I waited tables for about two months, and then I got promoted to bartender. Because I begged for it. Yeah, all of us. I don't do do side work. I don't roll no silver. You ain't ever gonna catch me rolling silver. I hate rolling silver. I would pay people to roll my silver. Yeah, you. Yeah, you go. Hey, I'll give you ten bucks or something, and like twenty bucks, twenty bucks, fifty rolls. Get it on. All right, let's move on. Hey, Andrew, I'm sorry, man. He's finally. Yeah, he hung up on you. He, he said, fuck up. Jimmy up his stupid bearded ass, and I can't blame him one friggin' bit. One friggin' I, bit. I wasn't making a joke, but it was funny that he's, like, so concerned about these girls, and he just kicked a girl out on the east side. I mean, he doesn't see that part of it as funny, but one day we're going to laugh It is at pretty him. funny I, that I, that I, happened. He's like, you could have been totally murdered. So I'm going to leave you here on the east side. All right, we're running way out of time. We've spent a lot of time on taco championships. What do we have? Talk about Jesse Smollett real well, quick. Well, I did want to talk because about Jesse Smollett here. Y- this is, you brought this on yourself. You win some, you lose some. No, you you I won still the think Mueller report. Yes, I did. Thank you for it. I'm and so then, tired and of winning, And then you lose we had a, a black guy going to jail. Like We had the, a great week the, last week, the, didn't the, we? The Republicans were like so happy. They're like, Jesse Smollett's going to jail. Because he's a liar. But let's and, look at the let's look no at the facts. No MAGA hat. It was a it, that right. was fake news. Jimmy, take it easy. Jesus Murphy. <laughs> let's let's look at the facts here. 
we have these two Nigerian-born brothers right. that we have them on camera buying one, all the stuff that they said they used. Wasn't one of them an extra on the show? One of them claimed to be an extra, and I'm sure that can be backed up. What else do we have? They had bleach. <laughs> now, I read um, all the, th- I think it was about 40 pages, and really about five of those, each of those reports, five of them were like identical, and then you had a narrative. So maybe there was about 10 actual uh, pages of narrative that you can read, and Chicago police let them all out. And what I was to read is that obviously the Nigerian brothers did perpetrate this because they were able to name the hot sauce bottle that they filled with bleach. They named the name of it. I can't remember what it's like, yuca something, but th- they found it close to the crime scene. And I'll tell you what, I can name any sort of hot sauce right now, and I bet you you're not going to see a bottle of it on the street. But they were able to name the bottle of hot sauce, which they found on the street that had remnants of bleach on it. They did this, okay? That is for sure. Now, what the question is, is Jesse Smollett, did he actually perpetrate this? What we have as evidence is a $3,500 check that's, uh, that says for you know nutrition or whatever, which was cut just a few days before this happened. Now, whether... This was for this was about for a five week program. I don't know if the five week program happened before or he wrote a check for the next five weeks. We're not sure on this at all. There's no um, like the guy was making him foods or he was the a guy trainer, was a personal trainer. Because I don't know if you okay. saw these two guys. They were, they were fucking s- yoked. Yeah, they're fucking beautifully yoked. So his face would have looked worse if so they were really trying. Adam Kroll is, is one of my saying. favorite podcasters. He's the podcaster, oh. the number one podcaster, holds a Guinness Book World Record for the most podcast recorded he makes a podcast called reasonable doubt uh with mark garagos mark garagos is the lawyer for jesse smollett so they recorded an hour podcast that came out on saturday and i have some clips now one thing i wanted to mention about this is that he talks about one of the brothers perhaps being something he wants to talk about motives why would the brothers do this because now right now the the narrative that the Jesse Smollett's lawyers are talking about is that these uh, these brothers did it on their own without they they perpetrated a hate uh, a hate crime to try to make white people look bad MAGA people look bad but they're they're trying to say Jesse had nothing to do with it which there's no corroborating evidence that says he did do it and I'm all for evidence I'm sort of a stickler for it so at the moment. There's no evidence that he did perpetrate this and, and said anything. He didn't say, hey, I'm going to be at fucking uh, Subway at 2 o'clock. Come jump me then. Right. We just don't have that yet. We'll find out more as, as time goes on, and we're gonna, there's going to be more investigations. But Mark Garagos brought up something that seemed sort of interesting to me, and this is at the 37-minute uh, uh, mark of this podcast. Check this out. Uh, we're not getting it. God damn it. Oh, well, um, perhaps I can pull it up here. Uh, Jimmy, say something here. Oh, yeah, no, hello. The, the thing, oh, he's I, got I it. I think it was uh, Rosie O'Donnell was just talking about a, a book with... Uh, came out a book and was talking about fighting with... Uh, God, what's her name? Uh, Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck. And then at some point said, uh, well, I think I had a kind of a crush on her simultaneously while we were, while we were arguing. Um, so there's... Possibly a physical because who have is that I think is oh there's a relationship. I'm just gonna leave it at that. And uh, I got it. I, I mean, I, you know, it's it's uh, okay, okay. So I'm sorry about the the the. We're having some technical issues with our volumes, but what what he basically said is that 
there is a report that one of the, the smaller of the brothers actually spent the night Demore. over at, at Jesse Smollett's home. Uh, get Jimmy back up there. The, uh, more, the more feminine one? Well, I don't, we're not sure. But what he's trying to allude here is that one of the brothers might have been an ex-lover of Jussie Smollett. He's, he says, I can't see much. I can't, we can't. Uh, I don't have permission to say it was what he kept is saying. Is that the one that the check was written to? Well, I'm not sure. They're, they're okay. the brothers. So uh, another thing I read or uh, I, I listened to, but I thought that was, uh, before I get to that, I thought that was interesting. Perhaps this was a lover scorned kind of thing. Okay. Perhaps that this guy was so angry at Jussie that he thought he'd kill two birds with one stone. He'd get two birds stoned at once. Um, and, right. and see, this is where it, it breaks up for me. Why, would he, why wouldn't he just beat the guy up? But why would he have to say MAGA country, put the rope around him, spray him with bleach? This is where we're still well, sort and of... And they're so, they're so close that it's going to be like face-to-face, so they're going to see him. And so what happens... Jesse, Jesse is going to see him. So he's he's asked, and they didn't know, what does beat this guy up, look like? They didn't even beat him up enough to like even make him unconscious or like put him in a coma. And those guys are fucking yoked. I mean, I mean, but he is the gay Tupac, so he probably you know fought him back and everything. I saw like one black eye, right? Black he had, eye. He had a black eye. Oh, black. His eye, eye had been blackened. Yeah, or he had like a little scratch, and we're still unsure because it seemed like they knew where cameras were. This is why this case is so weird. But when you listen to it and see it, when you see it at the face of things on the surface, it is hard to see that he didn't perpetrate this. I still sort of believe that he did have some sort of hand in this because we also need to look into the federal mail part where there was a, you know, MAGA country, a MAGA letter that was sent to. So we got to still look into that, and that's a well, federal what, what case. What about like I've I've heard a lot of uh, controversy. There's there's some crap, you know. I've got a lot of uh, right leaning uh, friends on the uh, social media mm-hmm. that I because I believe in keeping your friends close and your enemies closer. <laughs> that's why he does uh, a podcast with me. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're close. Super close. We're super close. Bigly close. Bigly. Uh, they're they're talking about this conspiracy theory that um, Jesse Jesse is like connected to the to, Obamas to the Obamas Which somehow. And, well, yeah, because he like com- campaigned with them or went to some stuff. I'm I'm sure he is. He so, lives in Chicago. They live in Chicago. He's probably gone to an event. He was a socialite, you know. Um, so. N- Five degrees of separation to Kevin Bacon is not hard to find. It was for one degree straight up. So I like Bacon. Let's move on to Kevin thirty-nine Bacon. minutes fifty seconds of this interview, where he's actually uh, Adam Kroll asked about. It. He said the same thing. He says, "Well, there's some sort of Obama connection, right?" So this is Mark Garagos uh, talking about this connection to Obama with uh, Kim Fox, who's the state attorney who recused herself, but somehow also dropped the case. So here you go. Yeah. Somebody's somebody's making, making a phone, phone call and saying, help a brother out. What do you say to that? You know, I have no knowledge of that. I know what I've read. I think the woman who they say talked to um, Kim Fox, who is the state's attorney, was uh, Tina Chen, and that she um, asked that the FBI take a look at it. I will tell you, based on what I've seen by this 
chief of whatever, I think he's properly called a superintendent of police. A superintendent of police and Chicago's reputation, that police department's reputation, I believe they're under a federal consent order. I believe that they are notorious and they're coming off the heels of the Laquan McDonald case, which was not... Okay. Anyway, so he has no idea, although he is the lawyer for it. He should have known something. I think he's hiding that because he has to, you know, he's got got to still defend his I I just forgot what we're talking about. What is he hiding? That he doesn't have any idea if there's a connection with Kim Fox to the Obamas. Okay, yeah, there's probably nothing. So Yeah, um, let's assume there's nothing, but I still have to agree that there probably is something. I saw her press conference. I saw her... Ex- explanation after the fact and there was a lot of backpedaling um, and, and and from what I understand in in the court while this this was happening his defense attorneys were the ones that were like your honor we would like this sealed which is weird too which, right which is not weird because not normally, in a juvenile case listen I've been in court. I had my lawyer say, we'd like this sealed. Now, that's when the prosecutors step up and go, no, 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 no. We don't want this sealed. We want this for the public record, blah, blah, blah. And they put some sort of due to statute, blah, 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 blah. We'll keep this. But in a situation where they the defendant's attorney says, we want this sealed, and the prosecutors just go, like, huh? huh? We got nothing to say about that. Then, th- then it's sealed. Well, the prosecutors so, are Kim Fox, and well, it wasn't her. Her it office. Was, it was her office and one of her prosecuting. In which there is another story that comes out where she asked a bunch of I don't know who she she sent out an email asking for. Um, charges that got dropped. She wants to find cases like this where charges were dropped so that she can compare it to court. Like, the bottom line is this. The guy was walking down the street in downtown Chicago, which is a very liberal area. He runs into two people that say, oh, you're that fucking F word for the, for uh, you know, it's a bad word for uh, it's a slang. You don't want to know yeah. it. I don't want to say it. You're that guy from Empire. Yeah, the so they proceed to for, putting a, for a rope around his neck and pouring bleach on him. Yeah. This okay. Obviously, there is something and weird this about this. Maga this country. was premeditated. It had to be because they wore, they they had red hats on, not MAGA caps, but red hats, so that he can say that. They're also claiming that these guys, he only saw white. I only saw white around their eyes. So they're also claiming that they might have wore white face, right? Which is totally acceptable, I guess, in this day and age. And if you're assaulting somebody. And they, you know, they poured bleach. They had the, the, the noose. If you're paid to. And meanwhile, the guy walks all the way back home with the Subway sandwich or the salad, whatever he had. Was his Italian. Subway sandwich unharmed? Like, was that was okay, that part? It's only speculation, but I'm sure that the Italian footlong that he had was uh, was unharmed and he enjoyed it after that. Now he, was it Italian or was it an eggplant? I don't know. I was also I was also to understand that it was a salad, not a sandwich. So, because he's also on a diet, he's on a nutrition. If you're plan. in a fight with a salad, the salad's going down. It just seems super fishy that this whole thing happened the way it did. Now, it just seems he's got something involved. We people say, oh, uh, Mark Gargos in that interview was talking about. And by the way, go and Corolla Digital, Adam Corolla. 
Um, he talks about it in detail with Mark Garagos, but he's also on the hook right now because he's cooperating with um, Michael Avenatti, who's being like investigated right. for extortion to Nike right now, <laughs> which got him kicked off of Who's CNN. Who's the client that he was extorting money? I'm not for? sure. Do, it we, was, do we know? Has that been released? I, I, you know, it's all sealed right now. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's move on. What do you guys what think about that? this? What well, is that? Real quick, like, let's. What is that headline? Uh, let's go ahead and um, this is Chris Rock. So one thing you guys might have heard is that he was uh, nominated for an NAACP award, which is the Who, national. Jesse uh, Smollett. What is the North American? What does NAACP stand it's, for? It's the colored uh, people. As us. That's all I know. NAACP. North American. North American advance. No. Oh, no. the adva- national advancement as- association for the advancement of, of colored, colored people. people. Which you're not supposed to say colored people anymore. So it should be. Who uh, says NAACP. Well, because uh, you're not supposed to say colored people anymore. It's not PC, so it's so it should be NAACP, the National North American Advancement of People of Color. Okay. Uh, anyways, I thought that was funny. Yeah, it it's a. But anyways, Chris Rock. Thing. They were they were told Chris Rock, you weren't supposed to make a joke about Jesse Smollett for some reason. But guess guess what. Because he probably donated a lot of money to the NAACP. Who knows? Here is Chris Rock. He's a big donor. Please don't say anything. Sorry, it sounds just weird, but uh, it's echoing. So, yeah, Jesse. It's not even Jesse anymore. It's Jesse. You don't even deserve the you is what he's saying. I thought it was hilarious. So, look, my grandfather. His name is Jesse. Jesse Preston. God rest his soul. Papa Juan. Good old Papa Jesse. Um, Down in Brownsville, Texas. He used to have this. He was he had this because he is from a long line of Texans. Yeah. And before they were Texans, you know what they were? They were Mexicans because Texas was Mexico. But the border was moved south of their house and they became Texans. Right. So he used to have this thing about he would say the people in the valley, they're like crabs in the bucket. As soon as somebody crawls up and gets to the edge of the bucket, starts to pull themselves out. Another one reaches up, grabs onto the leg, and pulls him back down. That's that's what I was the just saying. What the fuck are you talking about? That's what I'm just saying. The reason they told him not to make any Jesse Smollett jokes only made him was do so it that, better, more. Was so that you know it wasn't 
going to feed the non-NAACP community with a C, Chris Rock. He's our hero because he did that N-word bit, and then now he did a Jesse Smollett bit. So he's the fan of the white man because he guilty does Guilty or not jokes. guilty, his public image is completely scorned. Yeah. It's just like OJ. OJ was proved not the guilty show in court. Sh- the show should fire him because he's a distraction. He's let go from the show, I believe. And, uh, and I mean, it's a mess. And how is he going to repair his image? I'm going to guess that it's going to be through some sort of uh, public outreach and and he's going to take on some sort of cause. And hopefully, hopefully he doesn't like take on a beaten on the side of the road while walking down the street at 2 a.m. with a subway, you know, like a victim's fund or something, you know, like let's let's find something where we can bridge the gap between uh, black guys that are Trump supporters and black guys that aren't trump supporters maybe something like i watched that. A, a pretty cool documentary on black conservatives over the weekend i'm not gonna make a big thing out of this but i think there's like 13 percent of black people are they identify as conservatives and i think those are great people they all dress really nice they just have bought uh and it's funny when they they put th- these vice uh vice had a couple uh you hear someone knocking or something <laughs> i thought she was here <laughs> who was here you thought Jesse, Jesse came here to fucking yeah, talk I shit? Yeah, Jesse was here. Uh, anyways, I, I digress. No, 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 we're no, running you're, way you're, out of time here. You're, listen, you're right. You're right. What, what, were, you, what were you talking about, though? The, black conservatives. Yeah. They're 13% of the black population. How, like, today's population, um, what percentage of black conservatives do you think um, there there is? And does that match... 90s white rappers. I I don't think I understand the question. I'm I'm just asking you like mathematical question. Okay. You know, like the, the the percentage of the population that is black conservatives. Okay. Does that match uh, white rappers? Uh, what the percentage the of white rappers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd probably say not even that. There's not 13 percent white rappers. I think there's probably like two percent white rappers in the 90s. Vanilla Ice and or, that's okay, it? Okay, not just actual rappers, Eminem? but like, how about Macklemore? white guys, I don't know who's Macklemore. white guys that that may act. Uh, oh, you mean uh, the white like, guys that like culturally rappers. appropriate? Co- culturally, culturally appropriate the African-American lifestyle. All right, the, all right, the, the all right, rap all right. lifestyle. So, hey, we're, we were going to get, we're way out of time here, guys. Uh, we were going to talk a little bit more about Uncle Joe and this interracial relationships. The bottom line with the interracial relationships, what I want to get into is that... He, does he have a problem with interracial relationships? No, but uh, this was from Tim... We're not going to, we're going to skip it and probably get to it next week. I want to hear your thoughts on this tweet, which is what we're going to end with. It's at the okay. very bottom here. This Let tweet, us know how you feel about it, and then tweet us throughout the week, and then next week when I'm this here tweet for the comes show. from Representative Kim Schreer. Uh, go to uh, nobody knows who she is. Uh, Representative Kim Schreer. What state? Up there, it's uh, the la- no the other tab. Other Not, tab. Uh, sorry, you don't see what I'm pointing at there. That's one. Yeah. So as a proud member of the LGBTQ caucus, I will do everything I can make sure transgender. I will do everything I can to make sure transgender people hashtag won't be erased by va- violence, fear or prejudice. All for it. 
I'm committed to safety and equality for all. So, and that's for Trans Visibility Week now, which is this wh- week. Right? Yes. So what she did is these three flags, and what you're going to see here is three flags. Uh, one is the American flag, obviously, and then there's two other flags. Right. One of those two flags that you'll see there was a POW MIA flag, which she took down so that she can put up the LBGQ flag. Now these, this is where okay, it gets what's crazy. The, what's, the, what's the green one? Is that the I'm state not sure flag? what these other two are. It's probably a state flag. Yeah, let's go with the state flag there. And then you have the LGBTQ flag. Now, people are fucking livid with this because... Those three flags are supposed to fly together. Nothing... Is, is, look, what, let me get this straight. There's nothing wrong with LGBTQ flag being flown. Now, to get rid of a POW MIA flag, to, get, to put the uh, uh, LGBT flag, I think is... It's, it's okay. not cool, man. Not but, kosher. But, but is that searching? Why not just add that? Aren't there transgender POWs? Maybe not. No. Uh, are, <laughs> Maybe 0.001% yeah, of them yeah, are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's possible that a prisoner of war came back and then transitioned. But aren't there transgendered vets? Sure, you know? sure so, yes. I there's, mean, there's probably a few of them. Moving the POW MIA flag. Uh, I understand if it's supposed to it, like there's there are flag rules, man. Like there's a way that you're supposed have you to ever seen a flag. An, have you seen a, a POW MIA flag? flag? It's the black yes, flag that's got the person's flag. profile. Yeah, 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 and then what does yeah. it say? Never forget or something Never, on there. Yeah. Now, this one says right here. I will do everything I can to make sure transgender people won't be erased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is where it gets crazy. The wording maybe is a little fucked what up. What she should have done. It's just put the other flag next to no, it. No, take the state flag out and then just have, because I think what people are probably getting upset about is that it's supposed to be state flag uh, or American flag, state flag, POW flag. Like they've got some sort of state rules or something like that. Okay. So if she would have taken the state flag out and then just had the American flag and the transgender flag in the picture then maybe she would have probably been fine because they would have been like, oh, okay, well, you didn't have three of the, two of the three flags displayed. Are we being a little nutty here by going, okay, they took that flag down for the week. What if they put up that POW MIA flag? If she would have kept the POW flag, taken down the state flag, put the transgender flag there, I'm saying somebody would have bitched about that. If she would have taken the American flag, kept the state flag, kept the someone's going to bitch flag, is what you're somebody saying. Somebody would have bitched. Somebody's going to bitch about everything. In the world that we live in, we live in this Twitter world, and this is the big fucking argument that I have about goddamn mainstream media, both Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC. They keep reporting Twitter. Stop it. But it's this where is, a lot this, of people no, get their news, this is man. It. To everybody, stop it with the reporting Twitter. Stop it with reporting any social media. Stop this shit. Because report the fucking news or else we're going to keep being in this fucking world that we've been in for the last couple of years, which is Trumpomania. So everybody's yeah. thinking that we've got fucking Trump a. derangement syndrome. No, it's because you fucking assholes put them on the fucking TV every goddamn fucking second. And I'm looking at you, Chris Cuomo. Fuck you put you, his Cuomo. bullshit every fucking time you could get him Rachel on Maddow. the goddamn... You put him on the phone! There's never, never in the history of any goddamn fucking political goddamn contest have I seen anybody have a goddamn candidate call in! 
But every single one of you, Rachel Maddow, fucking Chris Cuomo, I'm talking about you, Shepard Smith, I'm talking about you, fucking Hannity, you cocksuck. And then all you motherfuckers, the brown-haired guy, Steve Ducey, and whatever blonde bimbo they got in the middle of the two of you, they got you taking phone calls. Yeah, I, I just don't understand why they don't like me. I, I go to these fucking... Things where I talk to 30,000 people. You're in a hall that has a fire code for 5,000 capacity, Don. Let's be real, bud. You weren't talking to 30,000 people. You're talking to 5,000 fucking NASCAR fans oh my that God. just couldn't get themselves they to the fucking all you could eat buffet that night. So they had nothing else to do but come and see you fucking get all excited because there was one black guy in the fucking crowd. So look, what I'm saying is we've got to back it fucking down. Turn him, turn him up a bit. He's we got to back it down. I'm, I've lost my voice now. Yeah, so he, tune me back yeah, up. He lost a little bit what of I'm his voice. What I'm saying is I've lost a little of the steam too. It's great. But it was a great. What great I'm rest. telling you is we've got to get back to the news. Whenever he tweets something, don't talk about it. Whenever he says something, don't talk about it. If they pass a bill in the Congress, talk about a bill that they passed in Congress. Thank fucking God and somebody's then, coming to their senses And don't on this. worry about what dickhead in the fucking White House says. Duh. He's going to be gone in two years. and We'll see. Is he? Hopefully, <laughs> if you don't stop playing his bullshit. Because the problem is, even though you're like, isn't it stupid that Donald Trump said this? If you're playing to 2% of the crowd that goes, well, I don't think it's that crazy, then you are losing. So don't even put his words out there. He's a fucking imbecile, and he can't even... He, he can't even. He can't even. That's why he can't math. There you go. Dude, <laughs> fucking... There, dude, that was... Jimmy, that was very well put. You know, I, I can't agree with everything he said because I'm a big fan of uh, Mr. Trump, but dude, dude... Everybody is fucking ridiculous out there. Uh, the news is just super biased on every side. We've got right-handed. Where is the actual news? You got right biased. You got left biased. There's no fucking news anymore unless it's like we've got someone that got raped in an Uber and shit. That's all we have for news these days. We don't have any real fucking news. Rachel Maddow keeps fucking harping on the Russia investigation. Stop. Let's get back to fucking reality here. I mean, Trump's like, going to be in office for another six years. Get the fuck used to it. I don't even want to know what the comment section of this fucking tweet it's is. It's all negative. But look, and they're like, how dare she take the POW? Listen, man, I've ridden to the wall. I've done the, <laughs> I've done the, I've, I've, I've sat there at the wall. I've been to the, the Korean War Memorial. I, I, I didn't serve in Vietnam because I was born in 75. But what I'm saying is, man, I respect the POWs. I respect. I mean, I, I've I've lost family. I've got I've got family that have won silver stars. My uncle is a silver star winner in the uh, tank brigade in uh, in Vietnam. I've got I've got veterans throughout my family. What I'm saying, I've got all the respect in the world for the POWs. And most of the people that are complaining about this shit probably didn't even serve, didn't even enlist. So shut the fuck up. I had every opportunity to enlist. I was going to enlist in the Marines, and my dad said that I was going to get killed. They were going to frag me. And I was, I was, no, he said, you're either going to be a general or they're going to kill you. And he was, he's probably right. I was an insubordinate. I'm glad that I, you didn't get I killed. Would have, I would have had a really hard boot camp 
with the attitude that I would have had going into it. So he paid me some money not to go, and I took the money. So look, am I am I sorry about that? Maybe, but if I had enlisted, where would I've been? Desert Storm, and and then I've got buddies that that have got numerous uh, ailments that they have to deal with because of their service, and I'm like, man, I just re- lived a regular life and I'm broken. You know, I got a broken back. All right, all right. Jimmy is uh, is shot out of a cannon. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of Emergency Exit. If you like our content, feel free to drop us a line at emergencyexitpodcast.com. If you guys want to listen to some sports talk, we've got a wonderful sports show on our network. It's called From the Left Hash. We will be doing our first live. I'm not hosting it, but we host it on our network. Because we're doing a live podcast on Wednesday. The, the show does almost better than us, so keep listening to them. If you guys like the sports and shit, goddamn, check it out. Other than that, if you guys are in town in Austin, give us a line and we'll get you guys on our show. But besides that, for Brandon the Hardhead Mitchell, for Jimmy Orange Man Bad Preston, this is Lo saying that's right.